When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, everybody? We are back with another great episode, especially for those Penn Staters. I think you might know this guy. He's been doing his thing for a while. Just an awesome guy. Wore black and gold for one season. We're going to talk to him. This is Jay York Football. This is Miked Up Sports 1. Sammy, ring the alarm. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Steelers crazy. Harris Smith shields. Blacko Polamalu takes it home. Super Bowl 43. Pittsburgh might be bound for that thanks to number 43. The sickest Pittsburgh Steelers podcast. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. All right, first of all, for anybody that isn't aware that are loyal viewers of the sick podcast, Steelers Crazy. The reason Jordan shouts out Sammy before every show is because he's a part of our awesome production team up there in Montreal. Uh, the sick podcast, always killing it. However, today, we got to shout out Juliana. Yes. She is the one running the show today. She is driving the bus. So I, I find it funny. I know it's like tradition at this point, but Sammy, we love you. But today, shout out Juliana. And you know what else I want to shout out before we bring in our special guest? Shopyins.com. That is two Zs on there. You see that right there, shopyins.com. Listen, man, it's it's Wiz Khalifa throughout the first pitch this past week at the Buccos game. It's black and yellow all day. They're black and gold all day. Use our code SICK15, S-I-C-K-15. You see it right there. 15% off your entire purchase no minimum purchase necessary listen Steelers season right around the corner still support your buckos and beautiful weather head out to the game in absolutely sick clothing shopians.com you see that why right there i mean that's kind of what their detail looks like on their uh, memorabilia shirts and more so make sure you go ahead and check them out thanks for checking us out as jordan mentioned we got a nittany lion on today's program this guy is a, a top five receiver of all time in Penn State history in, in terms of production. I think third last time I checked. Also, of course, was a Pittsburgh Steelers. We're the black and gold. We're excited to bring in none other than Derek Moy. Derek. What's going on, fellas? Thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Thanks for having me out, man. Yeah, for sure. It's an absolute pleasure. Like Jordan said, I know our Nittany Lion fans are absolutely going to eat this up. Probably never get old talking Penn State and, and just football in general. So let's kind of go back to your journey a little bit, maybe introduce you to some people who might not be as, as familiar with your game. You're a Pennsylvania guy. You go to Penn State, as I already mentioned, incredibly productive, uh, absolute beast over there in Happy Valley. You go through all that, and then 2012, ultimately, you don't get drafted. How hard was that for you at first, Derek? Um, man, it was very hard to be honest with you. I, I had, um, thought I was going to actually get drafted. I, uh, my agent told me, you know, um, that I had a high likelihood. I thought I had a pretty good combine to, to help myself, you know, but ultimately, um, it, it wasn't meant to be, um, but it was definitely very hard, man. I actually, 
um, I'm not sure if I had anything to do with the draft or not, but like around the say sixth round or so, I started actually getting like physically sick. Um, oh no. You know, I'm not sure, like once again, if it was because of not being drafted or excuse me, not being drafted at that point or just kind of being anxious and nervous, but um, it definitely wasn't great. It wasn't a great experience, but you know, at the end of the day, I still got the opportunity to, uh, to live out my dream. So I can't be, um, I can't be too, I can't, you know, I can't be too mad about it. Yeah, I hope I didn't make you physically sick with that question because we build to the good stuff. We build to the good stuff. We're like a movie over here, some theater. We start with that, and then eventually we get to the, of course, happy ending uh, and happy valley, I, I guess. So you have some stints, of course. You mentioned it. I think Miami Dolphins and New Orleans Saints, and then eventually you get a call from a Pennsylvania team, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Tell me what that was like for you. I mean, it was awesome. You know, I – Obviously, I, uh, I signed as a free agent with the Dolphins. I didn't last there very long. Um, did training camp with the Saints um, and then, you know, had some time off. I was about midway through the season um, and got a call from 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 the Steelers, actually, as I was coming home from Detroit, um, finishing up a workout with them. Um, it was I was very fortunate in, in um, just in the fact that Antonio Brown, he was dealing with some injuries at that point in time. So they needed somebody to come in and step up on the practice squad and and. You know, it was a, it was a great opportunity for me, and um, you know, having an opportunity to play for the Steelers in any capacity, practice squad, uh, active roster, is uh, is, a, is an awesome experience. Yeah, you get there, and you don't just show up. You end up balling out in the preseason. You led the team uh, in catches and yards in that preseason. How good was that vibe for you? What was you know what was kind of working at that time? You know what, man? I mean, it was it was um, it started the season before just, you know, having gotten signed midway through on the practice squad, um, being able to be around the Steelers organization, being able to be around some of the players in the organization, um, just developing a little bit of that comfort level and then having that transition over into OTAs, minicamp and ultimately in the camp, man. I mean, um, it was a it was a great experience. And I mean, to be honest with you, it was some of the best football that I probably have ever played in my um, in my life. You know, so it was that right at the right time for me. There's this kind of infamous play at this point. I'm sure you could find this on, on YouTube. Steeler fans, the diehards uh, remember it. This is when, uh, I think it's preseason game number four or something. Uh, there's an interception thrown. Uh, Josh Norman, the cornerback, right? I mean, a guy that made a name for himself uh, in the NFL for a long time. And, and I think he was going to crib it and you run him down and, and you, uh, you know, make an incredible play, stopping him from going into the end zone. Is this something... What was kind of the reaction from the coaching staff? You feel like it was something that helped endear yourself to to the culture of the Pittsburgh Steelers? Um, absolutely, man. I mean, I think that was it. Definitely helped endear myself to you know the coaches and also the players. Um, but I think it was kind of like the the, the cherry on top for me because it mm -hmm. was a, a preseason that I like. I said I really played some uh, some great football. I don't think I dropped any. Maybe I think I dropped maybe one pass in all of um, preseason camp that year, um, and that was the final game. And you know, being a guy like being a guy like that in my position at that point in time, that fourth preseason game, man, I, I was I was exhausted. And having that play, I mean, I think that was just like I said, it was the the cherry on top for me because I didn't. Um, that was the last play that I played in preseason. Um, so I just did everything, had to put everything out there and do everything I could to help myself make the roster. Definitely. So so let's fast forward a little bit. Week two, Monday Night Football. I actually just watched this today when I was doing my research on you to, you know, just find some more stuff to talk about. Uh, you know, you catch a touchdown from Ben Roethlisberger. Just kind of take us through 
uh, you know, that moment. And obviously it was a, you know, a big moment, first NFL touchdown for you. Yeah, man. I mean, it was cool. It was Monday night football. Um, you know, it was one of those things that we had worked on it really all week, just running, running a fade route. Um, and, you know, I think we, uh, Emmanuel Sanders, he, he scored, he caught a, a long slant, excuse me, a long catch on a slant. Um, and I think it was a maybe like 20 seconds before the half was going to end or something like that. And he ended up getting caught on the one or two yard line. Um, we called a timeout and they said, we said we're going to run a fade. And Ben came over to me before, before the play and just said, Hey, I'm throwing it to you. So you better catch it. Really? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, that was the only play I played the whole game. So, um, wow. You, know, you have, you a, made it count. Exactly. When you have a hall of fame quarterback, um, you know, like Ben Roethlisberger telling you, he's going to come throw it to you. You better make the play. You better make the play. <laughs> yeah. That was kind of like, that was a great segue into my next question is what was it like being, you know, in the locker room with Ben, obviously being, you know, a hall of famer, you know, uh, just, just, kind of talk about like the whole you know I, I just feel like that you know for me and Mike like that was our quarterback throughout pretty much our whole life like you know in this the Kenny Pickett era now uh which is awesome but it's just like crazy to you know think about like he was literally our quarterback our entire life and you know someone like you who you know caught the touchdown pass and shared the same locker room as him just kind of just touch on that a little bit I think that our viewers really I mean Big Ben stories never get old yeah yeah no, I mean, I think it was very cool just for, for myself, you know, having grown up in Beaver County. Um, I grew up a Steelers fan, obviously. Mm -hmm. and, um, had the opportunity to watch some really good teams and, you know, stepping into the locker room and being with guys like not only Ben, but, um, you know, Ryan Clark, James Harrison, Troy Palomalu, Ike Taylor, like Brett Kiesel. You know, those are all guys that, like, I look at and I'm like, you know, I don't want to say I'm starstruck necessarily when I'm getting there, but yeah. guys that I look up to and, um, you know, that I was cheering for, you know, however long, however many weeks and however many years before that. Yeah. Um. So talk about Mike Tomlin a little bit and I'll throw it back to Mike. And I kind of wanted to touch on, I know that you did play with AB as well, correct? I did, yeah. Um, you know, obviously like the headlines and stuff, you know, he, he gets a lot of negativity, but just talk about like, what he brought to the game. Like, I know like anyone that we have asked that been in the locker room with AB say like the guys, like, you know, the Michael Jordan, like he's the ultimate competitor The kind of, you know, but just kind of talk about that and talk about um, before we throw it back to Mike, what does Mike Tomlin mean to you personally? I know that you and Tony, you know, just went and watched the practice and I'm sure you have a relationship with him. I uh, just kind of talk about um, Mike Tomlin and, you know, AB and Mike, you can pick it up from there. Yeah, man. I mean, I think that, um, you know, Coach Tomlin for me, man, I mean, I think he's somebody that just is, uh, he, he's very real. Mm -hmm. And I, a lot of the times in the NFL, you may not necessarily get that. Um, you may not, you may not get that all the time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I always tell a story about Coach Tomlin. Um, <clears throat> this was my, excuse me, it was my, uh, what, my first year. So going from practice squad, I played that. And then I was going into the rookie mini camp, did the rookie mini camp and, um, we're breaking for camp after we're breaking from OTAs and get ready for camp, having a little bit of time off. And, you know, he calls all the rookies into the, into the team meeting room. And, you know, he says what he has to say. And then before we leave, he says, listen, I know you all guys, all you guys are going to be going different places. Some are going to be going home. Some are going to be going to places like Miami. Um, you're going to have a little bit of money in your pocket, which you've never had before. He's like, but I'm going to tell you like this, you better not get in any trouble. He said, unless your name is what he said, uh, Jarvis Jones, Le'Veon Bell, 
Marcus Wheaton, or Shamarco Thomas. He was like, if I get any call about you, no questions asked. He said, your ass is gone. And then he, huh. said, then he said, you know what? And if your name is um, Jarvis Jones, Le'Veon Bell, uh, Marcus Wheaton, or Shamarco Thomas, he said, you're going to wish your ass was gone. I love that. Wow. <laughs> and that was one of those things for me. I'm just sitting there like, okay, like, you know what? Like, I, I knew not to get in trouble, mm-hmm. but it's one of those things. It's like, it's, it's a, it was a great reminder. Um, so I think having somebody like him, just where you know, you always know where you stand. Um, he's a very great communicator and obviously a great coach. Um, so I'm very thankful to have played for him. And, <clears throat> you know, to go into AB, I think that, um, I think that's like talking about AB, I think in order to have somebody like AB on the roster, I mean, you have to have somebody who's a great leader and a great communicator like Coach Chalman is. Um, because AB, obviously, he's a very, very talented player. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just when, you know, just from being around him, like I don't have anything negative to say at him at all, at all. But I just think that one of the, it's one of those things, like if you, if he does something or says something, it's just like, that's yeah. AB. He yeah. is who he is. And you know what you know what you're going to get from him. Uh, but you also know what you're going to get from him on the field. So I think like having Coach Tomlin, and then I would also give a lot of credit to um, our receivers coach, Richard Mann, um, who was a lot of, he was around a lot of receivers previously, like, uh, you know, Keyshawn Johnson, to where he um, wasn't a stranger to dealing with a big personality like Antonio Brown, who had a lot of talent as well. All good stuff, Mike. Yeah, interesting. Uh Definitely a big personality. That that that's for sure, and that came to fruition in, in the limelight. But obviously, big time game as well. Derek, you still following the Steelers? I'm assuming. Absolutely. In terms of uh, a fan, you would still call yourself. I'd imagine a lot of former Steelers are like, "Heck yeah, I'm a fan." Absolutely. For sure. So I want to ask you, of course, just about this current roster and makeup of this team. Obviously, transition period, going from Big Ben, a guy that you caught a touchdown from, to Kenny Pickett. Guy, I'm sure you're familiar with as well. Playing for the rival, though, Pitt Panthers uh, over here in, in Western PA, at least relative to, to Nittany Lions. Uh, what are your thoughts on Pickett and the progression of this team? Let me say this: Pitt is not a rival of Penn State. <laughs> okay, okay, they're not Ohio State. They're not Michigan. People are trying to bring it back, you know, for uh, yeah, in these I last mean, couple know, years. Penn State is we're, we're kind of we don't really have a real true rival, a true rivalry game, so. Um, but I don't, th- I don't, I don't think we look at Pitt as being a rival. I think they look at it more of us as being a rival. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've heard, I I heard that, that, I a lot. that in there real quick. Um, <laughs> no, nah, man. But I mean, I think I personally, I'm excited about the season. I think that just when you look at the roster on paper, I mean, I think there's a lot of um, key pieces in, in key places. Um, you know, it's just I think that um, it's going to be tough just with the AFC and then specifically the AFC North. Um, but you know, I think having the, from a pure receiver standpoint, when you're talking about having George Pickens, obviously in his second year, I mean, I, I think everyone is expecting some big things from him. The same from Kenny Pickett, um, Deontay Johnson. I mean, he's somebody who's been heavily crit- criticized, but, um, I personally think he's a very good receiver and is, um, has a lot of potential to have a big year. Um, and, you know, I'm very excited, obviously about having Allen Robinson, uh, as a part of the Steelers, um. You know, he's a Penn State guy. He was a freshman my yeah. um, my senior year. And so I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about having him be a part of it, not only for his talent and his ability that he brings, but I think, um, you know, just the, the, the mindset, the work ethic, and, you know, just being able to be a pro to, um, to, have, somebody, to have somebody like him 
um, have an impact on somebody like George Pickens' career is going to be something that I think is going to be potentially huge for him. What was Allen Robinson like when he walked into that room at Penn State? You're the the Wiley veteran, and he's this freshman, you know, trying to to come in and take everybody's spot. But you probably knew pretty quickly this dude was a beast. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I remember just being out there, and there was a um, another receiver, Ryan Shears, his name. His dad was like a lifelong um, NFL coach, college coach, college scout. And, you know, within like three minutes of us being out there for our first, um, just like wide re- players only wide receiver um wide receiver routes on air type stuff he looks at me and he just says man that kid he's gonna be really good (laughs) and you know turned out he ended up being really good he had um that fresh or his freshman year he he didn't register he played a little bit but probably should have ended up playing a lot more um but you know obviously his career speaks for itself i think you can um argue that he's the best best receiver in penn state history um and you know i think you look at his nfl career and i mean i think it also speaks for itself he hasn't really had um in my eyes, he hasn't really had like a good quarterback to, um, you know, for him to rely on consistently. So I think um, him coming here to Pittsburgh with the other weapons that are around him and then also having Kenny Pickett as a quarterback, I really do think it could be a potentially um, a big year for him as well. Ty praise coming from, I guess it's this this way right here. Another, <laughs> wow, I can't even figure it out. Another Penn State top receiver of all time that you could uh, argue uh, certainly uh, in that category was he still carrying your pads though i mean he's a freshman you're the senior you still i mean you <laughs> had to right no nah, he wasn't carrying my pads I, we, we, didn't really <laughs> stuff. Um, we were roommates in camp though man we were roommates in camp nice. and I, I remember um he was I, I will say this man he was good on the video game he was very good mm-hmm. on the video game. <laughs> like madden it was uh we were playing college at that time That's yeah like, ncaa oh my god yeah. it's coming back it's time yep. It is, it is coming back. The triple option, man. I used to run the heck <laughs> yeah. out of that. That was so dope. All right. Hey, listen, uh, we'll get you out of here on this. Uh, like I said, a lot of Nittany Lions fans, I'm sure, tuning into this. You guys are top 10 pretty much everywhere. I've seen as high as number five. Is, it, is this it? This year? Get You get over the Ohio State hump, the Michigan hump? I mean, for, for me, this is a playoff year. You know, I think um, yep. that's the way I look at it as a fan. You know, I don't have anything to do with it any longer, but when I look at the roster, um, when I look at the quarterback that we have, I think it's a playoff year. And um, I feel like if we get to, what, November, December, and, you know, we aren't in the, the Big Ten Championship, we aren't in the, in the playoffs, then to me, I feel like um, it'll be a disappointing season. There you have it. From one of the yeah, best wide yes, receivers and, and, in Penn State history right there. So. And no, no rival here on the left side of the state. Yeah. Just for what, for what <laughs> it's it understandable. is worth. Understandable. Well, listen, man, we appreciate having you on. Some great insight. A lot of fun. Always good talking. Local football uh, in, in, you know, a large capacity from, you know, east side of PA to the west side. So, Derek Moy, thank you so much, man, for joining thanks, us here man. on the Sick Podcast. It was crazy. Absolutely, man. Thanks for, thanks for having me on. Appreciate you coming on, man. Good times all around. I want to remind everybody, Jordan, that our sponsor, our very proud sponsor, uh, of course, of the sick podcast, Steelers Crazy. I can't believe I pointed the wrong way. Now I'm finally pointing the right way. I know how to point at this, though, whenever whenever Juliana brings that up. It is is. the number one brand for Pittsburgh sports gear at Y, man. Y for Yens is just – I love that on on the T-shirt. We're going to be rocking it very soon over here. Switching out some of our sick gear for some Shopians gear. That's Shopians with two Z's.com. Make sure you do us a favor. I know we have a lot of comments in our YouTube section. 
you know, for each show. Comment on what you're getting. Comment on your favorite piece. You know, we'll we'll review them. We'll write back and say, you know, yeah, this is this is an awesome piece. And we'll do some giveaways too. You know, comment yes. and let us know if you're interested in, in getting some of this clothing in terms of a giveaway. We'll enter you guys into raffles. So we want to show hear your interest in shopians.com. And it's sick and it's sick fifteen. There's no, you know, minimum. You can you can buy one shirt and you still get fifteen percent off. Just type in the code sick fifteen. That's it's been it. another That's great it. episode uh again just very insightful uh derek and uh it, it's just you know the, the just the names he was rattling off in that locker room man just brings back memories just very that's how i can tell we're getting old because this is just like nostalgic now like big ben's gone it's the kenny pickett air and you know a b like the killer we could have got oh man don't even it it's a sore subject because there was just so much talent on those Steeler teams what could have been but uh i think that you know we could just appreciate greatness and and witnessing it and it's always good to talk because guess what mike uh camp's going to be starting soon and we're not going to be reminiscing we're going to be uh you know getting down to the nitty-gritty and like you said we just want to thank all of our viewers and uh, we're just going to be getting bigger and better all season, giving you the best Steeler coverage this side of the Allegheny. It has been another great episode of Steeler crazy, the sick podcast. I'm Jay York football. That's Mike up sports one Juliana. Thank you. Good night. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast Steelers Crazy on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.